This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So by then, maybe we also will have some clarity about the Bears stadium issue. It has been about a year since Kevin Warren took over. I thought we might be further along, Dan, than we are in terms of knowing when they're breaking ground, what they're envisioning, and where it's going to be. The big story over the weekend in Chicago, Friday afternoon this broke on Crane Chicago Business. Greg Hines wrote a story about how the Bears have shifted their focus from Arlington Heights to Chicago, the South Lot, right by the Shane Waldron deck. I think when you talk about right there, you wonder what that means for Soldier Field, what that means for the city, but the uh, idea behind it is there's a lot of details, but is that they're going to uh, propose p- perhaps, or they're leaning toward or discussing a multi-use facility for Super Bowls, Final Fours on the lakefront. So it would be in the city. Kevin Warren is a city guy. Before we get any further, Dan, and some you look at some of the specifics, just want to know, I was surprised at this as a pivot, as part of the uh, storyline, this may be a leverage play, but I think we need to discuss it because it seems like it could be more than that. What was your reaction Friday afternoon upon hearing it? Yeah, here I am back in hard to know tunnel trying to figure out my way through it. You know, it's it, it's hard to know because you really have spent a lot of the last couple of years believing that Arlington Heights was the priority for the Bears for a hundred reasons. You know, um, the footprint, the 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 ownership of the property, the ability to own their own stadium, the the, the just the the entire big picture view of this, it made sense. Well, now you see kind of a shift in rhetoric. You see a a shift in tone. We heard from Kevin Warren last month with his outward publicly expressed desires to to put this thing in the city. I know Kevin's think big mentality um, pushes him to have grand visions until grand visions are, are needed to be scaled back a little bit. So I don't discount anything about the Bears potentially wanting to keep this stadium in the city of Chicago with that iconic skyline nearby. There's just a lot of questions that need to be um, 
hurdled and answered before we, we get there. And, and so it's, it's another one of these situations where you just better be prepared for fluidity because there's a lot of it. And I know obviously you had a chance to talk to the reporter of that story to get a, a, a lot of insight into, yeah. into what his thoughts are. Greg Hines is from the Crane Chicago business. I want to get to him in a moment, but there are two points I think are worth making because people hearing this and maybe following it in Chicago, or maybe following it from out of town that, that are worth kind of reinforcing. Number one is how do you pay for it? Yes. And I think what happens is that you look at it and you, you read the story and it was reported by Greg Hines that obviously there's the Illinois Sports Facilities Authority in Chicago and they have what is called a, in, there's a unique bonding clause, which allows, which was tucked into the state legislature or a state bill in 2021. And it allows you to use hotel, hotel tax revenue to sell new bonds to a certain point. And it is something that there aren't, there isn't a lot of knowledge about, but it is also taxpayer money and revenue. And you wonder how that will go over. You wonder if that's the plan, but it was alluded to, and I don't think he's going to pull this out of anywhere. He does know his stuff and he is an expert on those kinds of things. So that financing structure probably would be a significant hurdle in the, in the court of public opinion. And I wonder about that. The other little interesting thing to me is, and this is less to do with the bears and more to do just with Chicago sports. The bears are talking about this on the South lot, uh, South of soldier field, the white Sox just a couple of weeks ago, they leaked plans to, they're looking at lot 70 uh, patch of land called the 78, which is at Roosevelt and Clark in the South loop. Now, Jerry Reinsdorf is leading that charge. You have Kevin Warren leading this one. Nobody really knows how much of this, uh, how much of these funds derived from the unique bonding clause exists. It could be a race to the finish line because this clause expires on the last day of 2024. Both teams want to move on to a new stadium. The Sox probably closer to that, frankly, than maybe the Bears. But it could be a very interesting race to find out Maybe maybe there's enough money for both. That seems unlikely, but it is Chicago. And only in Chicago do you get something called the unique bonding clause, which allows us to consider new ballparks and stadiums for two of our sports teams. Yeah, I mean, look, like <laughs> there are so many layers to both of these, right? And, and and trying to sort through this, you know, Kevin Warren told us last month that, that time is literally money in situations like this. And the longer you wait to make a decision on where you're going to put your stadium, the higher the cost of that stadium goes because of everything that goes in to, to the industry. And so when you when you use kind of the analogy of a race here, David, it's like you have the vision of Jerry and, and Kevin with like headbands on and, and they're running shorts and getting ready to to, to 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 break from that starting block and figure out who can get to where they want to go faster and it'll, it'll all be fascinating to monitor one of the reasons i wondered about this report was because arlington heights that plan would allow the bears to own their own stadium yes. and frankly print their own money because that's the way you make a lot of money and get rich in the nfl that would not necessarily be the case in chicago south of soldier field i asked greg hines on the mullion haw show this morning about that possibility, about the Bears staying in the city, but not necessarily owning their own stadium. My suspicion is that uh, uh, the Bears would not own a city stadium. They would lease it. Somebody else would own it. <clears throat> um, uh, probably uh, the, the Sports Facility Authority, maybe the Park District. Um, and yeah, that would be an asset they wouldn't carry on their books, but they wouldn't carry all the liabilities either. Uh, so it's kind of a wash. Whereas out in Arlington Heights, uh, it, it would uh, it would be their project. Um, uh, they may be in a position to get more help 
uh, financially in the city uh, than they are uh, to do this. Um, but uh, uh, the bottom line is is it uh, is it uh, I think is they're going to do what the bottom line dictates. Um, uh, and right now, uh, that, although they haven't gone public and haven't explained it, they seem to be very fascinated with the Chicago concept and seem to think it's a better deal. We'll have to have them explain it and, and tell us why it's better than owning a piece of property. But I'm going to repeat again that uh, the team ownership, the McCaskey houses, is this is a, this is a family. They have limited assets, as, as you call. I mean, they're not the kind of sports billionaires some other some other owners are. Um, I don't think they want to dilute ownership by bringing in new folks, and they don't want to borrow a bunch of money. So that kind of limits what they can do a little bit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So whatever they wanted to do, I asked Greg next about when they might come public with this proposal. This is what he had to say. Are they close to coming public with a proposal? I think so. Um, uh, if, if they want to take advantage of this provision uh, in the, the law on the bonds, they've got to do it this year. Well, the legislature's in session now. <clears throat> It'll be in session until uh, probably around the, the end of May, uh, around Memorial Day. Then the legislature breaks and uh, and comes back uh, for what's known as a veto session in the fall, where a lot of legislation like this kind of runs. My hunch is that there is that the fall is probably more likely than the spring, but uh, there is no question that uh, uh, they seem to be getting ready, and uh, they're aware, very aware of the timetable. Hmm. The plot thickens, Dan. What do you think? Man, you know, everything circles back to the concept of who pays for this and then and then who gains from it. And the, the idea of remaining a tenant of the Chicago Park District to me just seems like a complete step down from what this two plus year vision was to, to kind of create your own amusement park, so to speak, with and business district and entertainment and a bear's museum and everything else to, to your point that could permit print money. If you um, abandon the Arlington Heights plan as well, you've got to find somebody to buy that land from you. I don't know that you're going to get uh, an easy, someone driving down the street saying, Oh, it's just a cool $205 million for 326 acres of property. Let's figure that out. Um, so many layers to this right now, David, and so much complex business and political uh, I don't know what you'd call it, logistics to it, to the, to the whole thing that, that create dynamics that are going to be hard to sift through. It just feels like it's another instance where the Bears' initial visions in Arlington Heights, when they first put in the purchase agreement on the property, which I think is coming up on, on three years now, yep. uh, the vision for what they wanted to do with it didn't seem crystallized enough. And now you have a team president who wasn't in place at the time that that purchase agreement began through this project it just feels like another example where they did things in out of order that, that, that order. you might want to yeah. do yeah i wonder if the sacrifice of not owning your own stadium would be worth it for the bears to stay in the city for a lot of different reasons i wonder about the logistics uh of building a stadium there what to do with soldier field what to do about the landmark status of the colonnades 
a lot of the things that are traditional on the museum campus, a lot of those questions that have, you know, remain unanswered and we'll find out. And and I get I think the the other thing of it is, and, and this is like a moving away from the Bears and the White Sox, but you know, the city of Chicago has a lot of issues um, to address. And I just, it, we, this is what we do. We love it. We're, we make a living in sports media um, for the teams that we cover. I, I do wonder if, you know, the priorities would shift. You'd have a, either a stadium project uh, south of Soldier Field to, for Bears' new $2 billion home, or you'd have uh, a stadium project or a ballpark project at, in the South Loop uh, at the 78. Could you have both? I don't know. There's a lot going on in Chicago. Do you have the infrastructure? Do you have the uh, economic resources? Do you have the wherewithal to attack two projects like that? A lot of questions remain unanswered, but they're worth asking. And this story is not going anywhere. You also mentioned infrastructure and logistics to, to take over that land south of Soldier Field. How are you solving some of the logistics and infrastructure problems that currently exist with traffic flow and the ability for cars to park and, and getting in and out of Soldier Field when you're going to have this massive construction project right next to a place where you're going to have to keep playing, <laughs> you know, and then how do you make all, all of that work? There, there's a hundred unanswered questions to this. Um, again, to your very first sentiment when you brought the story up in this uh, episode is, is that you just felt like at this point, February, 2024, we were going to feel like we were further along toward a destination where it feels like now it's kind of like you're at a rest stop and you're like, okay, we, you know, which, which way do we go? What, what, which direction are we even aiming at anymore? Uh, and pretty soon I think the bears are gonna have to provide clarity on that because again, with every day, week, month that passes, the price of the project changes, you know, and you've got to be aware of that and, and figure out where it's all coming from. 